Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Austin quad three and quad four in that scenario. Yeah. That usually gets you in. Yeah, they're probably a play-in team. You know, like that. Like, will team. they be like an eight seed? No. Will they be, be a 10 be a, or 11 yeah. seed? I think so. That, that, that's probably true. I that's think that's why Palm's got him as a nine right now, yeah. which is a little, you know, yeah. quite a bit different. And usually what... Palm is tougher than, like, not yeah. tougher. Usually Palm is, like, more pessimistic yep. than Lenardi. I, I just, you know, I think ultimately, and even the Tulane loss, like, I, you know, like, it's a bad loss because it's a technically a quad three loss. Like I think that's a pretty good Tulane team. Yeah. Like and it's it's I agree with Penny. It's a bad matchup for Memphis, especially without Malcolm Dandridge when they don't like the way to beat Tulane is to go big on them because they're small and they don't have the the horses to go big right now. Um, like I wouldn't want to see Tulane in the AAC tournament semifinals. I can tell you that. I know they've beaten Memphis twice and. It would, you know, you'd, you'd run into the theory of it's really hard to beat a team three times, especially a team you haven't beaten twice since 82, 83. But I just think it's a bad matchup for Memphis this year. Um, and so, but I think that's a pretty, I mean, they, Tulane just went out and beat, I think, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Overtime. Last night. Like, that's, that, I'm not convinced Cincinnati is good, by the way. Yeah, but, but I would say this they're all, both those teams and Memphis are three of the top five or six, they're in the top half of the league this year. Like those are one of the like if you're going through who's gonna, who are going to be the teams that get a buy in the AAC tournament the top five get a buy, like my money would be on Cincinnati and Tulane being two of the teams that get buys in the AAC tournament. Like it's again it it's bad on paper because it's a quad three loss. Like that was a pretty good team that came into FedEx Forum and what made it disappointing was you should have won it still. Like if you just make some free throws down the stretch even. Let's take out the turnover. Yeah. Yeah, if you turned it over five less times, you definitely win it. But even if you just hit some of those free throws down the stretch, you win you're winning that game. Mm-hmm. And so it was obviously disappointing from that front and that you, you know, essentially three games, if you can pinpoint three games that it feels like they just kind of gave away this year. And if they if they if they beat Tulane at home, they beat UCF on the road and they beat Seton Hall, like they're comfortably in the field right now. And so um, that's what's unfortunate yep. about it. He is Mark Gino. Catch Thank him you, uh, on commercialpill.com, uh, two to four here on 99 FM ESP. Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And now it's The Rundown, presented by Trippet Insurance. Trippet Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippet Insurance at 901-365-1472. Online at trippetagency.com. The Rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. You ready for the Joe Lunardi party? I don't know if I, won't, I don't know if we're invited. Well, according to his most recent little sheet that he puts out, it's like it's like the bracketology like preview because he's not doing like the brackets just yet. Um, Memphis. Bop, but a bop, but a bop, bop, bop is the first team out of the NCAA tournament. It's too painful. It's painful. Replaced by Texas A&M after they beat Auburn so he just flipped last night. Yeah, and, and, and again, I think this really speaks to the heart of the problem for the, uh, for the University of Memphis. Uh, interestingly enough, right behind them, Seton Hall. A team that beat you. A team that beat you. Um, <clears throat> teams that are behind Memphis. Florida, Seton Hall, Oregon, Utah State, Wisconsin, Charleston, Wake Forest. Now, are you worried about Utah State and, uh, and, and Charleston? No, you're not because they play in non-Power 5 leagues. And the only way that they could ever possibly jump you is if you lost stupid games. That's the only thing. That's the only way they can jump you. But... Florida is a real threat. Oregon is a real threat. Seton Hall is a real threat. Wisconsin, Wake Forest are both real threats to leapfrog you. And that's assuming you win all the games other than Houston. You know, I think we have to get out of this mindset of, oh, as long as Memphis just doesn't lose any other games, they're definitely in the tournament. I don't agree with that. I think they're still, they would need a lot of help from the teams that are behind them um, because. Again, what you're failing to take into account is that, you know, Seton Hall is going to have a chance to pick up quad one wins. Um, Florida is in the SEC. We know how good the SEC is this year in terms of Power 5 resume. Wisconsin's in the Big Ten. Wake Forest is in the ACC. You know, so I I don't have all their schedules in front of me, Jason, but we can assume they play ranked teams in a Power 5. They're going to have at least, you know, two to three more opportunities to do that this season. Now, they may not ultimately do that, 
But the peril is if they do. And if you don't beat Houston one time, I am. that's just where I'm at. I think Memphis has to beat Houston to get in. That's As an at-large. That's what I truly believe. I mean, other than that, you're going to need, to me, a, 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 a sizable amount of help from the rest of the country. And you're going to have to hope that no bids are stolen in these, you know, these these lower leagues or or you know <clears throat> anywhere honestly mm-hmm. so i think that's 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 and that's never a place you want to be you never want to be in a place where you're just praying nobody steals a bid it happens all the time and i think if memphis doesn't beat houston that's where they will find themselves if it comes down you're at essentially the way you just set that up is you're asking me if they have to have a win against houston to get in I'm, i still look at again if you don't drop any more uh, is there that possibility? Uh, yes, obviously. And, and and I'd say I think that's the right way to put it because there's nothing that in terms of how Memphis is playing right now that, that gives me great confidence that they're just going to run through everybody else yeah. uh, in the conference. Uh, but that said, there's still, there's still so much to work out in terms of – because just like, John, those teams can move up, they can also fall back. Definitely true. I mean, they're, you know, that, that's a big that's part of this true. too. What you want to do is position yourself as the second best team in the AAC. You know, and and you can still carve that out. I think by taking care of business against non-Houston teams starts tonight with South Florida. I mean, that's we we've talked about, and this this is not a different story. Like it's the same story every year, unfortunately, because you've you've been in this position where mm-hmm. there are so few opportunities for you and so many more for these other teams. It's unfortunate that Memphis has put itself back in this position. There's no question about it because it was supposed to be about being, you know, seeding. Can you be a six this year? You know those kinds of things, and and maybe coming out of not in conference at ten and three, yep. you still thought that you could. Things have uh, broken the wrong way in terms of some of these teams in the non conference. You've dropped some games that you shouldn't have, uh, particularly the UCF and Tulane ones. These la- the, you know this last Tulane game, you know that one was in your hands, and so you're 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 back in this position. But this is not a new story. It's still the same tightrope act, and and no, I'm not prepared to say here today that they. You may very well be right. Yeah, and especially John, they drop another one. Then yeah, they're going to need it. Well, here, but here, right here, no, I'm not prepared to say they have to beat Houston to get into the tournament well, as an at-large. So let's so let's talk this out for a second, right? Metrically, so, they're still fine for the most part. Memphis is fourth in the league right now in the standings. Tulane's nine and three after their win last night. Temple's eight and three. So you said they got to be second. Like you want to be the second best team in the AAC. I don't think they're finishing second. That's not happening. If, right. they, if they lose twice to Houston, Jason, they're not finishing second in the AAC. But, but Temple is 117 at the net. Yeah. Like, you have to take take out the conference standings. You also have to look at metrically where these teams are in the net. No, and both of those teams totally are right. far below Memphis at the net. That's, that's, and that's what's going to matter more in terms of a selection committee because there you're taking into account everything. That, but do that, you think a fourth-place team in the AAC, right, if that's where, because uh, again, a fourth place team with a lot better metric record yes. than the teams you've got in second and third, right? I, I, I'm just and saying, again, that's assuming you're going conference. Thing. What are they? Well, seven what, and three right now? Yeah, they're seven and three. And but again, we're they they were they're probably. But I say I'm I'm more concerned about metrically. Are you the second best team in the AAC yeah. than I am the actual standings that you're yeah. that you're pointing? Well, to. that but that will be because that again, will come you, up in in the committee though that that, that we're right. going to give a fourth but place team in the two league. Two losses to Tulane, you are still significantly higher than them yeah. at the net, which is yeah. what matters more to selection committee and everything else. No, it's true. Metrically, there is no argument. And part of that is because of what you've done in yeah. non-conference. Yes, yes which yeah. is. What the intention but was. But it's hard for me to imagine a fourth-place team in the AAC in the conference standings getting an at-large bid. 
Like, I think, I, I just don't know if that happens. I don't know if that's going to get there. Because, look, Temple's already played Houston twice, uh, and they beat them once. Tulane has one game left against Houston, and they're, as we know, they get they got the season sweep on you, so they're really four games up on you right now. Right. You're but, not I mean, finishing You need second. to take care of business against Temple, beat them a second time, mm-hmm. and right now, again, with the two losses to Tulane, metrically, you're still better. Yeah. So there's still a... Well, Tulane's not getting them that large, and, and no. neither is Temple. So I'm just saying, like, this, it's starting to sort of sound like, to me, a one-bid leak. You know, maybe it, it could very be, well end up being that. Maybe Especially it could be Memphis two. drops another one here yeah. that's not Houston. Yeah. They got you South could, Florida tonight. And that, I mean, I know they're six-point favorites. I mean, this is not a, this is not a, uh, an automatic dub. We know that. Yeah. You I know, mean, Tyler's gunning for him. He's trying to break the AAC record. Yeah. yeah. You know, he didn't score in the first half of the game here. Gets the 17 in the second half. They're up 10, I think, at one point in that game before really Alo puts the clamps on. Well, the thing is, you don't have Alo tonight mm-hmm. to face guard Tyler, the guy who knows his game best. Now, I'm sure Penny is dead set on getting the win and defensively not letting Tyler get loose like he did in that second half when South Florida had taken control. But yeah. Um, listen, yeah, yeah, it's losable. How, when's it not been losable going down to South Florida here lately? Exactly. Seems like all those games have been closed, and a lot of times Halo's been your yes. He he's been your your most important player against South Florida why in terms of turning the game around defensively. What, why do you think the drop off is happening defensively? Because it, I mean, it's noticeable at this point, and t- Penny's teams have always been so good defensively, and it's not like that. I mean, yeah, you had Jalen Duran last year. Is that is it as simple as you had Jalen Duran no, last I year? No, I think I think it's length too. On the on the, I mean, what are we talking about? Lester Quinones was yep, a was a two way guy yep. that helped you there. Yep. Listen, I, I've said this, and this is not a knock on Kendrick because if you look at him statistically in terms of steals, he's up there among the AC leaders. But once you get past him, you take Alo off the floor. Right, there's a lot less, especially on the perimeter, to be concerned about. And so, no, I don't think you've you haven't had the pieces to be as good as you've been defensively. And again, that's it's not Kendrick's strongest suit. Mm-hmm. Yes, can he get in pass lanes, get you steals? Absolutely, he can. But in terms of going, we've seen teams attack him. And so, and especially again, you take Alo off the floor, who's so capable of leading you there. Yeah, it's a step back. They haven't been able to press in the way that look. And part of this, I know it goes against what some want to believe, but part of Penny pressing all the time is him playing a ton of guys. And you've played fewer this year. You trust fewer. And so there's been, it seems like, less in terms of full-time press employed, there's been less of that because you're you're killing the seven or eight that you got out there if you do it all the time. So that's been a part. You're not turning, forcing as many turnovers as you had. And, you know, it's not just Jalen Duran, you know, lottery pick, rim protector, uh, is the difference here? There's there's a number of factors. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Memphis is a, they're all big at this point. Every single game, it's not just about Houston. It's now just about you got to you got to avoid a landmine. You lose any game other than Houston, and you're definitely out. You're de- you're 100 percent out. And, mm-hmm. and and you're you know can you make it up with a win against Houston? Probably, I would think so. Um, depending on which game it is, you lose. I mean that's that's another factor to consider as well. I think if you get if you get a win against Houston at the end of the year, you're in. Now that 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 sort of <clears throat> assumes you're not gonna have you're not gonna lose four in a row here, mm-hmm. but I mean if this goes anything, you know, reasonably like we might think, then I I, I want to believe that Memphis beating Houston would be enough. Coupled with their win against Auburn, coupled with their win against Texas A&M, that they would be able to get in as an at large. But I do think it would be it'll be very sweaty. It'll be very very sweaty. Every conference tournament championship is gonna have to go to the damn best team, you know. You're going to have to be praying for that, like no upsets. 
is what Memphis is going to be rooting for in the conference. Yeah, tournament. you were not looking to do that when you started the season. That's I mean that's 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 certainly as he was putting this team together this offseason. Yeah, but we can it's we, supposed to be about improving on seeding. We can have that discussion if it happens. Yeah, when and if it happens. Um, but for now, Memphis uh, six point favorite on the road at South Florida tonight um, as they try to avoid taking a bad loss. Next story. Uh, Grizzlies get the win last night. Now, we broke it down pretty much, and John gave you a lot of nuts and bolts there early. Beat the Bulls 104-89, to really took over in the fourth quarter. And finally, and that's what was so good to see, was them put their foot down late. That's what they'd been unable to do. That fourth was 32-14. to It included a 10-0 Grizzlies run where they really took control, and it had. It had been shaky there in the third quarter. My man Vucevic uh, got hot there, and so did Zach Levine, but... Just as hot as they were in the third, uh, they were just they 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 turned off in the fourth. And you have to give the Grizzlies and Jaron Jackson, who had five five blocks last night, a ton of credit of credit for shutting the water off. It's it's the story though to me is, is what's happened. What happened during there with the third quarter with Dylan Brooks, you know, uh, some of his comments afterwards, and sort of how we've seen John ja Morant respond on social media. Now, John, I know you talked quite a bit with Jeff Calkins about this this morning on your hit with him, but we didn't discuss it much in that first hour. You know, Ja, after Dylan gets booed, and clearly he's already feeling a certain kind of way coming into that game, feeling like the Indiana Pacers, the athletic, that he's been wronged in terms of the story that's been out there. He's feeling a certain kind of way already. He sees his guy get booed in the third quarter, and afterwards you see him. Uh, he puts the shake in my head, uh, SMH uh, on Twitter afterwards. Says, you know, the, essentially, I'm gonna, I'm rocking with my guy. Puts up a picture of him and Dylan, you know, basically voicing his distaste for the way that Dylan was treated last night. Um, to me, the question I ask Mark is, is, is where we are now. How much is Dylan Brooks now affected by this? You had hoped that if the plan was for to go into the off season, not trade Dylan. Right, that you'd re-sign him, maybe on a sixty, like like Harrington's talked about that number, sixty for four, and then maybe yes, yes, it's rather than going out on the open market because Dylan's talked about being part of a dynasty, mm-hmm. right? After answering questions this year, whether it worked that 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 would be the deal, and that Dylan would want to be a part of that. You just wonder how much of this, with the way the year's gone, you have to. Also underline the fact that you're asking less of him offensively. You're asking him, again, the way I put it is for, to take a lesser share of the pie, be the fourth option offensively, but be more efficient. So do it with less, and he has struggled. And now a man that feels like he's giving you everything on the defensive end every night, right? And, yeah, you're asking him to take fewer shots, but in terms of his effort level, has that dropped off at all? No. Right. And, yeah, he's, he's missing him right now. Clearly, you would feel a certain kind of way. I know he said he didn't care afterwards about who boos him. Yep. But clearly, at a time you are struggling in terms of career lows for you, when you get booed by your own fans, you're going to feel a certain kind of way. Yep. Just so much so that Ja felt the need to come to his defense. I just I ask the question now to you, do you think that affects how, how much of this and the way the season's gone all the OG Ananobi trade talk, if you want to throw that in there. Dylan would tell you he probably doesn't hear it and thinking about it. But how much of it's changed Dylan's side? That sure would be great for the Grizzlies if he came back on four for 60. But how much is, 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 has his maybe want to, you think, at all changed by what's transpired this season? What's been asked of him and the way that he's struggling with what's been given to him? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think it's dictated by a number of things. Like, what uh, you know, you could – 
Dylan can say all he wants, oh, I'm not going to take a hometown discount with the Grizz because of all this, but what's his market going to be outside of Memphis? I mean, to other teams are seeing this. You know, they're looking at his his production and how it's kind of dropped off a cliff offensively. So, you know, it's not – you know, it'd be different if um, he was playing at an all-star level and he's going to have his choice. There's still a good chance he'll be at least top ten, be second team all defense, Yeah, I would think. I mean, yeah, no, I, I think he's I mean, probably – I there'll be some – accolades he can you know some accomplishments he can point to this year I would think yeah. after the year but you're right on but you also got to point to career low numbers offensively. Yeah I mean the market kind of yeah. decides that right I mean just what but the question is, can he get more than 15 we're talking about four yeah. for 60 you'd think someone of Dylan's caliber you that that's think. good defensively that's think. on those lists and on a we've bad seen team a bad team would give it a couple to of him. years ago Mark was talking about the Utah Dylan Brooks mm-hmm. I think a, a, a team could talk itself into yeah we'll pay him more than 15 a year to do that probably so so then it goes back to the question I'm asking you. You know, it would. Do you think what's transpired would change Dylan's view of wanting to come back? Well, what I mean, I think the the I would like to believe that his relationship with his teammates matters the most. <clears throat> I think I think Dylan's been in the league long enough to know that if uh, he starts shooting the ball at a 45 percent clip over the next six weeks into the playoffs, that the uh, fans in Memphis will never boo him ever again. No, my thing. My thing is, are you going to take less potentially? Yeah. For a place that you feel like doesn't appreciate you or that is always talking about trading you. And you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That becomes, I think, a question well, when maybe, you're talking yeah, about resigning. Yeah, no, I mean, maybe there are some hurt feelings there, and maybe it, it is in the best interest of everybody to kind of just start over. I don't know. There wouldn't be the best thing, yeah, for, yeah. for the Grizzlies. Yeah, and, and maybe Not for Dylan. Not suggesting otherwise. I mean, you know, Dylan's been here since, what, 2017? He was a second-round pick in 2017. I mean, he's been here for, you know, a long time. Um He's it's been his sixth season. Yeah, he's been he's been an uh, an undeniable part of this rise for the Memphis Grizzlies. But you know, look, if if the Oklahoma City Thunder can trade James Harden, the Grizzlies can trade Dylan Brooks. I mean, it's 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 you know nobody is indispensable in that regard. If you can trade James because you don't want to pay him or what have you, then the Grizzlies can certainly get rid of Dylan Brooks. If, you know, for OG Ananobi, uh, I guess getting rid of is not the right term, but trade in. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's just um, it's dependent on the market, and and yeah, probably because he. Already, I think also another thing that goes into that. He probably already feels like he's done that once. How many times I got to keep doing it? Mm-hmm. Same franchise. Everybody doesn't really appreciate that I did it. So, yeah, I think <clears throat> once your feelings start to get hurt, it probably is in the best interest of you know each party to move on. And that's kind of what, it sounds like what we're dealing with is hurt feelings on his part. I don't think the Grizzlies. Have hurt feelings. Their, their their feelings are hurt that he's shooting twenty percent from three. So, yeah, I think it, I mean it makes sense. It also just depends on what you're gonna have to give up for OG. The 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 more and more I talk through this and think that this team doesn't have to have Dylan Brooks going forward to reach its highest level, the more I start thinking, how many of these picks are you saving up? Mm-hmm. You know what 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 are you saving them up for? If I, if I can solidify one through four and feel a lot better about it than I do right now. Man, you might need to do it. Mm-hmm. Three picks mm-hmm. and whatever you know, Dylan as a uh, you know the money and then whatever young you know young player. I don't know about. I'd love. I, I don't want to give up Santi, but if you know if there's some other way to work that, and surely there is. I don't know, man. I, I and and it again, it's been framed by what and, and I know I don't. I want to be a prisoner of of of, of you know right now and what with these struggles from Dylan, but I, I think in the end we've only 
we've only now got more questions into a season we were supposed to get answers, mm-hmm. right? Okay, you're getting less. How are you going to deal with it? Hopefully you'll be more efficient because you're taking better shots, and that's gone, that's gone terribly. And so, yeah, man. I hope they do something. You, you, I hope you, they go get OG. You're moving on. Go do what. It, go do what you got to do. Yeah. And you've. St- it's not like you're giving up all your flexibility. What? Well, how will you commemorate Dylan's time? Like, will you consume like some Canadian media? Maybe like a few episodes of Degrassi, The Next Generation, featuring Drake. And maybe, wheelchair maybe this Jimmy. has run its course with him. Well, everything does eventually run its course. You know. We wanted to find out in the playoffs, but maybe we already have. Now again, there's a chance that Dylan Brooks is still here on Friday, so I, mean, I just wouldn't. I don't want you to get too attached, too detached, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be a little awkward for everybody. Not really, right? A little awkward. Not yet, Brad. Not yet. Not yeah. Time it's probably yet. a little too early for yeah. that. We'll, but, um, we'll 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 do that Friday if need or Thursday. Oh, I guess we'll be we'll be off at the deadline, right? I mean, who knows? The 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 the, uh, the thing could go down at you know twelve thirty or whenever. It doesn't have to go up to two o'clock. Um, but yeah, I mean, I at I'm, first I was, I was working on this, not to interrupt, but but it's it's this. I'm gonna throw this at you that you don't give up three first round picks for a fourth, you know, fourth person in the priority order. They're offensively in the pecking order. But if it's if it fits. Perfectly the way it does offensively, we you'd think. I mean, there's chemistry things you got to work out, and you've got him for a couple of years. Now he's got a team option for that last one, so even if, if even if it was going bad for him, you'd still have more flexibility. You'd still have Bain's going to be under lock. The top three's under lock. Yep. Man, what you holding on to all them picks for? Two, three years from now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing specifically. And, and are you going to keep hitting on those late? Those those late twenty something picks well, or that, thirty that, or whatever that it's going to be already run out. You would think so too. So might be, they, time, they, might be time to cash them in. Yeah, no, I mean, look, if we're going to have an honest conversation about that, they missed on Zaire. Uh, they don't look like they hit on David Roddy or Jake Laravia. Kennedy Chandler hasn't had any opportunity to speak of really, so we can't know there. So yeah, it looks like they've kind of whiffed, uh, you know, for the most part here uh, recently. So it is entirely possible that they used all their good juju up. On uh, on Desmond Bain and Santi Aldama, and that uh, you know, the rest is you know. I mean, they're do like, nobody hits like that. Nobody hits eighty percent. Nobody hits seventy five percent in the draft. It's just not, especially when you're picking that late. Zaire was is going to be a miss. That's going to go down as a miss. But they felt like we weren't going to pay Jonas. We felt like you know they felt like uh, offensively they needed to get rid of him to unlock Ja in a way. And for the most part, they did. So, and they mm-hmm. went to the uh, Western Conference semifinals. So, yeah. that move was more about I felt like you know I feel like consolidation. Yeah, they moved up to ten and took a shot. It missed. It missed. That's fine. Like that's it's not like it's going to hamstring the franchise like Chandler Parsons' contract or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's an argument to be made that you don't need that many picks anyway because you have. Guys who are going to be 25, 26, 27, entering the true primes of their careers, and you're going to like you're going to you're going to fill the bench up with a bunch of rookies again. Mm-hmm. Like we got to break out of that cycle at some point because that's not a winning formula. I mean, I get where you have to have a few on there to to just make the money work, but you're already going to have to go on the luxury tax anyway to keep all these guys. So it really doesn't matter. So why do you you know you don't? I mean, if you're rebuilding, if 
if the Grizzlies were in the situation like the Warriors are right now, and they have 30-something-year-old Clay, 30-something-year-old Steph, 30-something-year-old Draymond, I would say don't do it. You've already got, you've had a run. You won a title last year. You know, it, this has gone as well as it possibly could have. Don't trade your assets for a guy you think that might ha- help you win a championship this year or next because your, your franchise is going to be so far down the doldrums that you may never get out of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Grizzlies are not in that situation. They're on the way up. So you need, you need less firepower in terms of the draft capital. So, I mean, I, again, maybe there is an argument to be made for it. Three, the two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, who cares? Oh, no, there, there's the uh, – no. Three seems like it's going to get you there, and yeah. who's going to be willing to do it? Yeah, Grizzlies. I mean, this is what you, this is what you put it together for. This is what you put the war chest together for. At some point, you got to spend. Yep, yep, you do. No, that's definitely. Uh, we'll see what the Grizzlies do. Trade so, deadline so is tomorrow. Yeah. Next story. All right, LeBron James broke the record last night, the all-time scoring record uh, in the NBA: thirty-eight thousand some odd points passed up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It was kind of a sideshow. Uh, beyond that, we sort of said our piece. If you missed it, go back and listen to the first hour. Jason uh, curated a poem. Uh, King of Mine was the uh, – it was a very dramatic reading. It was beautiful. It brought a tear to my eye. It truly did. I didn't know you were going to do that. I didn't know you had such poignant, beautiful words for him. Mm-hmm. But you did. Uh, it, it, it was actually – You're really going to have people going back yeah, if you keep doing that. It, it, actually, the title was 23 and Me. Uh, was what the and because we've retired six or we were supposed to retire six right. for Bill, you know, and and or we were supposed to retire twenty three too, but LeBron just taking all the guys' numbers, man. Mm-hmm. He ain't supposed to be wearing twenty three or six, but he is. But twenty three and me, king of mine, uh, was the reading. It was very good. Beyond that, did you see this story from Adrian Wojnarowski? Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook and Darvin Ham. Oh yeah, were arguing with each other at halftime because Darvin Ham was mad that Russell Westbrook wouldn't come off the floor when he was getting subbed out late in the second quarter. He was lingering. And so they were arguing in the damn locker room at the half. LeBron's just trying to break the record. Anthony Davis doesn't want to stand up. It was a mess. And they lost the game. It, it is crazy. I mean, you see Jeannie uh, uh, Buss massaging Dwayne Wade. It was just an absolute Mm-mm. All of it was bad. All of it was just a, outside of the record being broken itself. The rest of it was a complete circus act. You know, I feel worse for Darvin Ham because his name's on this, and this is going to be on his record. And they'll say, okay, well, you can't coach as a result of it. Probably lose a job at some point uh, in the near future. They're not going to. They're not going to let him oversee the rebuild. You know what I'm saying? Darvin Ham was about oh, to be, yeah. you know, LeBron's guy right now. I remember when he said, I'm going to, you know, basically he said, I'm going to fix Westbrook. I'm going to make a defensive player. He's going to fall in line. No, man, you can't fix a mess. And the roster was a mess. And I said that when Darvin Ham got the job, that it's unfortunate that he's going to be, you know, one of the guys that's going to take the fall for this when clearly this is a LeBron, Palenka, you know, uh, effort here, clearly in terms of the way the roster is built. So now that part of it, you're watching this. Like, Darvin Ham ain't been here the whole time. He's, he's thinking about trying to get the, the uh, uh, this team, trying to get to the playoffs, right? Because again, this is this is his name on it, and you're sitting up here celebrating a record, stopping the game. You go on to lose to OKC team that you're supposed to be beating with all these superstars. You got Anthony Davis wanting to stand up, Westbrook, who you said you're going to change, bucking, going you know back and forth with him. It's an absolute mess, and the people to blame her are Genie, who let LeBron get it to this point, Palenka, all of them. It's a it's a it's 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 a hot mess, and it's funny how on these most of these record nights. 
Like you already said your piece about LeBron. You already said all the sweet stuff, so I can I, say I, that. I, I mean, but on these record nights where LeBron will say on those nights, man, I know I broke the record or whatever, but it, it's you know what's important is winning. So I really can't I can't put that much energy. Last night he didn't want to worry about it. And, and I know that was the big one, but still it's like he's resigned to how bad this is. And again, to act like he ain't had a huge hand in it is ridiculous. Yeah. So they're 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 an absolute sideshow. Well, I think those are all fair, but you know, I, I think today is just the day for you to just continue to uh, say very sweet things. You can get back to your you can get back to your uh, your campaign tomorrow. That is true, though. I mean, that is part of it. That is this is a creation of LeBron. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, he's wasted the last couple of his years making bad decisions, much in the same way that KD has done this in this era mm-hmm. of we're going to team up. These players have blown it here lately. Mm-hmm. And so if you are a franchise and organization, you better be very careful about that. You trying to hand the keys over to Kevin Durant and give him everything he wants, sign him to a 10-year deal, put him next to Ja, give him all the power, you better be careful about that, dude. Mm-hmm. Especially if dudes only plays 25% of the time. Does it? Is it well, again, it's, that's the league now. Everybody just plays 25% of the time. Folks just miss for no reason. Um and that's part of why the product is suffering. Does it make you appreciate Steph a little more that he's been so consistent in Golden State and has done it via several different iterations of his team, some with Kevin Durant, some without? Yeah. I mean, it kind of does for me. That's what Mike did. Well, let's not let's not. There try were different to, iterations. There was a first iteration and the second iteration. I'm just saying, let's that just not try to insert Mike into this one. Mike's going to have to sit this one out. We're talking about Steph right now, you know? I, I I think Steph. Weird that you brought him in the conversation. Well, Steph just nobody puts Steph in their all to the best of all time. That's what I'm saying. I feel like maybe he should be because there's a category for Steph, best all time shooter. Yeah, but I feel like that's a little like dismissive of him. That's all I'm saying. Oh, like, uh, you know, you don't put him in score. You don't. You don't. You don't put him in greatest overall because where is he on any assist list? You put him in best shooter ever, and that's fine. And he's hot, but we're not. When we're talking about the greatest ever, Steph's not in that conversation. Why not? Overall player. Why not? Because the numbers aren't there. He doesn't do it all. What kind of defenders, Steph? You talking about some of these great LeBron and Jordan been on the all all defensive team nine, ten times, whatever it is. Yeah, no, I agree. He's not there. So yeah, it's not. It's not even a discussion, John. But but just shut that down. But but is he top five? No, man, greatest ever. Now you you heard of people like Wilt and Kareem fool? I'm not like going. what are we talking about here? Okay, Bill Russell. So top Jordan, 10, top LeBron, 10, top Kobe. 10? Is he top ten? I don't know that I can get Steph in the top ten. Hmm. We'll try for you though. You're so sweet today, giving out all these flowers, these out of town players and teams. Well, yeah, I mean the Grizzlies have the, the Grizzlies are getting no flowers. They're grounded after the events of this week. They, you know what I'm saying? They're on punishment. Steph is a four time champ. He's an NBA MV, uh, Finals MVP. He's a two-time MVP. He's a nine-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA first-teamer. He was the NBA Steals leader in 2016, just so you know. He did have that to his name. 50-40-90 club in 2016. He was ridiculous in 2016. That was a, a friggin' supernova season for him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. I think he's – I think you know. He's not, he's not top five, but I, could, I think I could get him in the top ten. His career's not over yet. What if he wins another championship? What if he wins another Finals MVP? They could do it again this year. I don't rule that out. Do you? Uh, Golden State could make a run, but you need to be looking at the Clippers. Steph's hurt right now. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, he's, he's out. 
Yeah. He's out for a few weeks. He's just managing, man. He's just managing. I think there's Remember a Remember that we would be looking out for Golden State. You gave us that segment on them. Well, and then he got hurt. I can't control that. But before he got when that when you have Clay, Draymond, Steph, all and Wiggins and Poole, yeah. that's a that's a lineup that can get a championship again, in my opinion. In my in my humble opinion, I think they could do it again. I mean, so are, are guys like Shaq and Akeem Olajuwon in your top ten? Because they are in mine. So you're gonna have to bump out any steps. Well, okay. I mean, so is so where does Steph come in for you? Is he top fifteen? Probably, because you're talking about the best shooter. I mean, Magic Bird. Y'all put Steph above them? I mean, no. Are you not putting? You're not putting Steph above Hakeem. I mean, because his 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 achievements are better. His achievements are more than Hakeem, and he impacted the you game. Championships. He's got he's got more MVPs. He's got more championships. Um. Than Hakeem, I don't know in terms of uh, first team All NBA. Again, I'm talking about both sides, and if we're talking about defense, you gave me one year where Steph led the league in steals. Mm-hmm. Everything, your whole argument is based on how good an offensive player he is. Mm-hmm. The greatest players to me were dominant on both ends of the floor, and that's just my criteria that you can't. Yeah, change. Hakeem is uh, he's more complete, hundred percent. But did he change the game the way Steph changed the game? And does that does that not get in? Included into the conversation with him, he's top fifteen, John. He's the best scorer. He but. also, but but he also re- revolutionized the way NBA teams played and mm-hmm. the way they built their teams. Yeah. Some, not all, but and, some. And any of my top guys will post his little tail up. Well, and go down there and dunk on him. Okay, any yeah. one of my top ten guys. So, so let me ask you this: let's let's say, let's say that let's say that don't let them little ankles be sore. That, then we really gonna punish them. Let's say that Hakeem and Steph. Are both in their primes at the, oh sa- and the, God, the same time. You get time. so wrapped up in trying to win an argument. I'm just asking. And so you take it to new areas. It's like, would why, you, why would, are we doing would this? You, who would you pick first? Both in their prime. Steph or Hakeem? You're starting a franchise. Now in today's game, Steph. But Hakeem might be a three-point shooter in today's game because Steph did that. Might be, but I'm taking Steph. Hakeem so might what's be- that do to your argument? It just throws the whole thing off, doesn't it? Because he, he, he took Steph. No, you needed me to dig in on Hakeem. That's what you needed. Hey, Hakeem and Shaq might be 35 to 40% uh, three-point shooters in 2023 because the way Steph revolution. you got to be able to shoot the three ball now, man. Let's talk about what Jalen Rose said about Anthony Davis sitting on the bench when LeBron did that. He said it comes off as petty. It comes off as hating. It comes off as if you're jealous. This is not going to be a good look long term. When do they blow it up? I mean, if, I, this, if, if Darvin's arguing with Westbrook, Anthony don't want to play with LeBron anymore. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're holding out for. I mean, it is, it's, it's not going Kyrie anywhere. ain't coming. That's right. Like, you don't have anything you can add at the deadline that would make this thing better. I cannot believe LeBron re-upped with them. That was just silliness. Yeah, I'm not sure there either. After making this bed so messy. Can the Grizzlies get LeBron? That was the big plan, right? Over the summer, we said we had a, we had a roadmap for LeBron winding up with the Grizzlies. You know, maybe that's why we don't do the picks. Hey, that might be a good deal for the uh, Lakers, man. Just give, uh, just give, all the, give them all the Grizz picks. And get LeBron. I'd do it if I was the Lakers. Well, they do have to start all the way over. What? Why not? Why not? Why? If the Grizzlies went to the Lakers right now, they said, we'll give you every pick we have for the next four years. Why would they not do it? Honestly. What, 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 are, you, what are you protecting? Well, yeah. You do, yeah. yeah. You'd it'd have, be smart. It'd be, I, I, it, I'd do it for like, the Grizzlies. I'd do it if I'm the Lakers. Like the, <laughs> I mean, like the NBA would like freak out. But if I'm the Lakers, I'm like, okay, 
You want to talk about something running its course. But this, I have to keep Jaron, though, because I don't. I think I need those three. Defensively, yeah, what are I, we talking about? He's the defensive player of the year. Who would, who if would they it? ask for Jaron right. over Bain, then I, w- I would have to – I'm saying no to LeBron. I have to do it. Would it would, J- Jaron would they is the do it center. For, he is literally – he is set up to potentially be defensive player of the year for years to come. Yeah. Well, they, they would. We, I mean, they have Anthony Davis, so they wouldn't want Jaron, right? No, that's done, dude. I think they're they're moving off. We're talking about a, we're talking about a blow up. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Anthony Davis is fine if LeBron's gone, perhaps. <laughs> right. Maybe. But you, you're building it's just around. The you're again. building around day to day Davis. Yeah. Who's barely in there for you? You're starting a rebuild around him. That would seem like foolishness on the part of the Lakers. I'd be trying to get off both of them. But would they not do the a only deal way for to Desmond fix Bain? That is to start all the way over. I mean, Desmond Bain actually is like he's a he's a. That's what I'm saying. My, that's my my line is I need Ja, Jaron, LeBron. If they at, if they insist on Jaron, I can't do it. Yeah, so, so, especially so, for all the picks and everything you're giving up and yeah. all the. The Pepsi product that's going over there as well. Yeah, You're giving them everything. We I certainly will volunteer that. So Desmond Bain, twelve picks, and Pepsi. I do it. Lakers ain't got nothing to protect, man. That thing is a mess. Even on the on a what was supposed to be a beautiful, glorious night, they managed to make it about something besides that. I think it would recharge LeBron being around John in a way yeah, that we we just didn't even know was still in that tank. That's exactly right. Hey, you heard it here first. You heard it here first on the show. Uh, there's a there's a roadmap for uh, for that to happen. Hey, we were talking about Steph, who is in Jason's top ten. And the ra- how did he get there? How did he get to Jason's top ten by being one of the greatest shooters of all time, the greatest shooter of all time? Yep. I can't promise you that if you go out to shoot three sixty, you'll become the greatest shooter of all time. That would be foolish of, of me to do that. But you'll be better than you are today. There's no doubt about that. <clears throat> the technology that they have out there. It is the same uh, technology that Steph uses, same technology that the Golden State Warriors swear by. Sean Livingston called it a Disneyland for basketball. So if you've got a son, daughter, niece, nephew that loves the game of basketball and is getting serious about it, take them out there. Let them see what it's all about. 85 Market Center Drive in Carville. Yep, you'll be blown away as soon as you walk in the place. It's absolutely gorgeous. All the state-of-the-art equipment. They've also got the development coaches, the weight training, everything you need to get better. And that can be for the upcoming the school season next year, the upcoming AAU season this year. You'll go back. That jumper's going to be right, and it's because uh, you've been in there putting the work in. Here's the thing. You can get a great deal, a bunch of membership options. They've got unlimited access, so you can be in there as long as you want to. And as a parent, you're not going to uh, feel like you've paid an arm and a leg to have your kid in there. So do it. Go see him first. You'll be blown away, like we said. It's the future basketball training in Memphis. The future's now at Shoot 360. Go see him out at 85 Market Center Drive. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 
in Cairo. One of my favorite things about the Live Love Memphis group at the real estate agency is just how damn savvy Jennifer is on social media. She got these reels on Instagram, man. She's better at it than I am. She knows all the trends, not just on social media, though, man. She also knows the trends in the real estate market in Memphis. She can take you through all of the ups and downs of buying a home. What are some of the biggest mistakes that first-time homebuyers make? Honestly, not working with a real estate agent. And the experienced agent is going to guide you through that process, help you find the right home, negotiate on your behalf. If you're on the selling side, they're going to help you make the most money for your home. This is the team you want to get with. Trust us. Reach out. Sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com. Yep, 625-5200 is how you reach out. 625-5200. She can show you the way. Clear out all of the mess and show you the pathway to home ownership, especially if you are a renter, first-time home buyer. They did a seminar a couple of weeks ago. Very helpful, very valuable for a couple dozen, three dozen or so folks. Uh, Going to do another one in a couple of months. We will keep you abreast of the details, have those coming to you. Any chance you get a chance to talk with an expert like Jennifer Carsonson, the least you're going to get out of it is an education. Uh, but if you can get the pathway, right, she wants to lower rentership in Memphis, increase home ownership, let her show you the way. She'll be your guardian angel like she was for me and my family. That's legit. My wife still talks about her to this day and how she changed our lives. So call her up, 901-625-5200, or you can email them at sold at livelovememphis.com. It is the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. I got a little bit of NFL news uh, to share, Jay Smoothie Doovie. And that is <clears throat> Derek Carr. One of I don't want to I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I believe you said one of your favorite all-time quarterbacks. Top ten to you for his emotions. You love his emotions, right? Yeah. How he sort of is a paces his passion. I do. He wears his passion on his sleeve and his passion for the Lord. He he is no he is not afraid to share that either. And frankly, he has needed that uh, many times throughout his career. Because uh, it's it's just not been great all the time, you know. It's not been great all the time. But now he is visiting New Orleans, the New Orleans Saints. Now, isn't he under contract with the Raiders? Yes, he is. So here's the deal: for those of you who don't understand it, Derek Carr has a no trade clause. Uh, there's a deadline on his contract. I believe it's February the 15th. That if he is on the Raiders roster after that day. He gets a guaranteed $40 million mm-hmm. uh, from, uh, from being on the roster. The Raiders do not plan on moving forward with Derek Carr. Uh, so they're, they're trying to get this trade completed by, you know, at least agreed upon yes. by February 15th <clears throat> so that they can, you know, move off of him and maybe, just maybe, um, you know, get a little compensation back for him. Otherwise, they're just going to have to cut him, you know, when the new league year starts. So uh, the Saints, as we know, need a QB. Andy Dalton is, is done. It's over with. For whatever reason, Jameis is not the answer there. I don't know what happened. I don't know. He went from being like a great story a year ago, right. tearing his ACL, that he didn't ever really get a chance <clears throat> this season. They went with Andy Dalton. Even when Jameis was healthy, it was really odd to me. Um, but it sounds like a third rounder is what it would um, what it would command, Derek Carr. So, I mean, that's something. Better than nothing. What's the deal with Michael Thomas down there? Can like always hurt. Always got something going on. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.